What's up? This is Hawk the Horrible from the Fandom Fusion Podcast, brought to you by the Villains Demand. I'm here to tell you about Anchor, the easiest way to make a podcast. Anchor gives you everything you need in one place to make a podcast. The tools to record, to edit, to make your podcast. Hosting. They'll help you distribute it to listening platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and more. Most importantly, it's free. That's right, free. It's everything you could want for your podcasting needs. Download the Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Major League Nerdimus back in town. That's right. It's the Bebop and Rocksteady of the Villains Demand, Hawk the Horrible, and the Grumpy Ghost. We are back after our hiatus. Ghost, how are you? I am fan-fucking-tastic, dude. It's good to hear that voice again. I know. It's it's good to be back. That's right. We are the fandom fusion brought to you by the Villains Demand. And you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and pretty much anywhere you get your podcasts. We're everywhere, like the fucking coronavirus. We're just more fun. Just yeah, more fun. that's contagious. Well, I mean, Nerdum is contagious. You get Nerdum anywhere, from books, DVDs, Blu-rays, VHS, if you're old and know what that is. Most teenagers are like, what is that? Yeah. You know, it's one of those great things. Ghost, how have you been? It's been forever since we've done this. It has been, dude. I'm not bad, man. I got engaged. It's pretty awesome. Oh, there's a there's a lady phantom in your life? Yes, there is. There's a lady ghost. Oh, boy. Yeah, well, we'll have to have her on one day. Oh, I'd be up for that. So would she. Oh, I like it. I'm about it. So, first question of the day. All right, man. Have you been reading any good books? Oh, dude, I have. I've been reading. I actually last night finished Wolverine Origins. I'd never actually finished that series, man. And I read 50 issues in like. OK, two you're talking about the main series. You're not talking about the mini. Series. No, I'm talking about the main series. Uh, I've actually bounced around a lot of I finished Wolverine Origins. I read the Danger Girl. I've read Medieval Spawn and Witchblade, of course. Nice. Nice. Uh, Transformers versus Terminator. I've read the Turtles and Power Rangers. I've read. I've just been reading a lot, man. Uh, going back to the Wolverine uh, origins. That's you either love it or you hate it. Like it, it goes back and forth. Like some people love it, some people hate it. I I liked it to an extent. The last couple issues, you bounced between uh, Wolverine Origins and Dark Wolverine, and the yeah, whole that takes place between the uh, Dark Avengers and mm-hmm. around about that. I think it's around that time. Yes, the Dark Reign series, right up around that area. The whole big buildup with Romulus, like I was expecting Romulus to be like some big badass dude, and he was kind of a fucking twat. I don't know, some of that, you know, it, it's still Sabretooth. Sabretooth is still like one of the ultimate Wolverine villains. Yeah, he's... Art- it's hard to get past that. I mean, and even in Wolverine Origins, uh, Wolverine is actually haunted by Sabretooth. He tells him, wait, I killed you. You're dead. Then you find out it was a clone that he killed. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Do, do, do. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, well, actually, there's a couple books you listed I haven't read. How is Transformers Terminator? It's interesting, dude. 
Very interesting. Yeah, I will have to definitely check that out because I am highly intrigued now. Highly intrigued. It, it was interesting. Like, it was one of them weird crossovers that you wouldn't expect to work, but it actually does work, dude. I enjoyed it. I was actually, I read it one night laying in bed with the lady ghost. She was asleep and I was reading. Nice. So, uh, well, here. So, for the listeners at home, can you give a rough story without spoiling anything? Um, basically, the way it is, is Decepticons are basically in the future fucking shit up. Uh, Skynet has joined with the, you know, the humans that are left and they're fighting the Decepticons. They send a Terminator back in time to kill the Decepticons before they become a threat. That's as much as I'm going to say. Wait, wait, hold, wait, hold on. Skynet is working against the Decepticons? Yes, sir. Skynet's a good guy? No, not not really. It's Skynet we're talking about here. Okay, because my brain is like, what the yeah, French you're, toast? Yeah, you're 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 like me. You're programmed to think you hear Skynet, and you're like, oh shit, dude, that's bad news. But yeah, it's it's interesting, and it's an interesting series, man. I really enjoyed reading it, and it's short. I think it's like six issues yep that's going on the list and as for myself i have took a step back in time and i have started reading hickman's fantastic four which for starters i've never been a fantastic four fan i've always loved the thing but i've never been a never been a fantastic four fan however i will say reading a chunk of this series holy crap uh Wow, oh my god, it's is uh, by far, like, I've always heard about this, like, how good it is, you know, I've heard some of the spoilers and stuff, this is what happens, this is how it plays out, and then, like, it's like, alright, well, I'm gonna start this and I'll read this, I know a little bit about it, and then you realize that he's been planning this kind of stuff since day one, like, his first issue on the series, I'm like, he's been, like, trying to do this stuff for, like, how long? And he's been planning this out? Jonathan Hickman, good god, like, there's a reason why, like, when he takes over something, it's a very prolific run. Well, hell, uh, have you read anything he did with the X-Men? I have not. I think the X-Men is going to be the next series I start. I've been kind of hesitant about about it because the X-Men is such a lengthy, you know, title anyways. There's always a bunch of shit. Okay, so we're going to start this off really small, really smooth. Next episode, we're going to review... House of X, Powers of X. I started reading that, man. I'm having a hard time getting into it. Trust me. Trust me. It's uh, it's worth it. I, it pays off in a very substantial way. Um, suck it up and get into it. It's You have like the right reading order, and you do one, you do the other, you do one, you do the other, you do one, you do the other. Like It starts off like, all right, what's he doing here? Then you get through it, and you're like, oh. Well, the way that... The way that it's marked out with me on there is the, the thing we used to read our comics. They have it in their trade paperback where everything is all in one book. So I don't have to bounce back and forth. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's the easier way. Yeah. Uh, but just trust me, just power through it and it gets a lot easier. Some of the stuff they do with the X-Men, like you have a character by the name of gold balls, who's been around for years was always kind of viewed as a pointless character. Did you say gold balls? Gold balls. That's the stupidest fucking name for a character ever. You're not wrong. You're Is not his wrong. balls gold? Dun, dun, dun. It's a mighty but, 
So test- he he made that character relevant and actually his mutant ability has purpose now in a very, very big way. Um, dude, I'm telling you, this his X-Men run, it's it changed the landscape of the X-Men. Uh how far have you got into it? The first issue. Okay, hey, that's a start. I mean like uh, through the first issue. Well, it's a start. You gotta start somewhere. So here's a teaser. And it's not really a big spoiler or anything, because this is something that happens very substantially all the way through. It goes on through the current series. It goes on through House and Powers of X. Death is not the end anymore. They have found a way to bring mutants back. Well, I knew that. I had seen, I had read something about it. Yeah. So now you're not, you don't have this whole thing of, oh my God, who dies? Check out the next issue. That's not a thing. It's like, no, that's not a that's not a sale anymore. Now he can focus on his story and kill off whoever mutant he wants and bring them back. It's and not to mention, there are some pretty odd alliances between mutants. You have mutants who you wouldn't think would work together who are working together. Hmm. So it's good. Like I'm telling you some of the stuff they do in this series. It's by far, I think it's some of the best X-Men stuff I've ever read. I'm telling you, uh, you give Jonathan Hickman a team book, he'll sell it. Absolutely, he'll sell it. It's uh, man, I don't even know how to how to go on from here. It's just that good. Like he's that good of a writer. Like when you think of a a writer who has changed the entire landscape of a comic company, not just a comic, the company itself. Jonathan Hickman has completely shaped and impacted Marvel with what he did in Fantastic Four which, small thing, plays into Secret Wars when you have the incursions where Battle World, uh, God King Doom. I mean, he's been doing stuff like that like, for years and years and years. Like, the level that he puts into it are incredible. And not to mention, he did books before that tied into it. Like, the level that he put into his writing and his dedication, it's, it's impeccable. Like, there are very few writers who can impact one company through... Through a couple, through a couple different series, mm. it's God bless that man. God bless that man. So I have something fun planned for a small segment. Uh, we're gonna break this out. It's called Trials and Tribulations. We're gonna try and stump the ghost, Mister oh, Ghost. Um, are you ready? I'm as ready as I'll ever be, I guess. Okay, I've got five questions. Some are hard, some are easy. Pick number one through five. 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 What are Omega Reds coils made out of? Carbonadium? Carbonadium, but, you know, hey, we'll count it. You're close. So the only reason I knew that is because I was reading uh, about him last night. <laughs> uh, also, he's got a, uh, he plays a part in one of the series that's out now that with him and Wolverine are fighting again. It's rad. It's rad. I'm going to have to get into it. I, that, that, between... Wolverine and Sabretooth and Wolverine and Omega Red. Those have been some of my favorite battles, dude. Just because he's so fucking so bad. Let's face it. I'd say those are two of his biggest villains and Mm -hmm. best. While one of them has had the amazing like limelight spot, the other hasn't, but kind of deserves it because Omega Red never really got the spotlight. He had it for a little bit. I take that back. Yeah. He was semi-prominent through the 90s. But then just kind of dropped off. Yeah. Sabretooth has always been the big bad. Yeah. Okay, so you got number five right. Nice. 
One through four. Uh, let's do three. Number three. Okay. I think you'll like this one. This is a, it's a Star Wars question. Oh, all right. Why is the Darksaber so heavy? Um, Because it takes more internal components to make it work? No. Why is it's it so heavy? Because it's not a lightsaber. What is it? All right, I'm going <laughs> <laughs> That's funny as shit. I just got that, dude. <laughs> I just love the fact that it took that long to, uh, for you to process that. I'm not cutting that out. That's it's not. I'm not cutting that 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 small breakout. That's in there. That's it's stuck. That's, Everyone's that's cool. gonna hear your fucking slow reaction to that. I was like, uh, I don't fucking know. <laughs> I was like, oh wait, that's funny. Hey man, as a proud dad, I gotta take my chance to throw a dad joke dad joke in there wherever I can. You know, wh- whatever it takes. All right, so. You picked five and you picked three, so one and four. Let's go four. All right. These are going to be the easy questions. So you've, you've successfully picked all the easy questions. Number four, in what show stars Fox Mulder and Dana Scully? Really? In what show are Fox Mulder and Dana Scully the leads? Oh, I'm, I know this one, and it's the, that's the bad thing, dude. I'm, I'm drawing a fucking blank as to the name. The fucking opening title sequence used to always freak me the fuck out. The music. Uh, fuck. You know, I legit thought you were just going to peg this one, and here you are. I'm drawing a blank, man. You're shooting blanks? No. Yeah, probably. (laughs) All right, you're... I know, dude. I'm getting a haircut Friday, tomorrow, dude. It's fucking... Uh, question off the rails but uh where are you going i'm thinking about going to that barber shop in sykeston next to monster yes uh jeremiah does an amazing job that you cuts my hair that's what i figured dude and i've he's got a bunch of good reviews i think it's time i think it's time to rock the viking mohawk dude my hair is long enough that i can pull it off definitely cut the sides off yeah i'm gonna go straight straight razor straight razor yeah that's awesome that's what i want too is a straight razor uh, I figured I'd take the lady ghost to get her nails done tomorrow, and I'll go get my hair cut and get all fancied. Nice. So, I, I'm, dr- have you- I'm drawing a blank on the name, dude. I know the fucking show. The X-Files. Thank you. I couldn't think of it, dude. For some reason, I could not think of the X-Files. And I love the movie, dude. The show is fucking amazing. Even when they brought it back, those episodes were great. That was one of them shows that I discovered later in life because, like I said, the opening title music used to freak me the fuck out. So I discovered, I, I remember it as a kid, but I was too young to appreciate it. I, I didn't actually, like, appreciate it until I got older. Yeah, I mean, that's usually how it goes. It's like ramen, ramen noodles, dude. I hated them as a kid, but as an adult, I'll eat the what shit. What the fuck? Yeah, dude. Did you not know that? I hated ramen as a kid, but I'll eat the fuck out of it as an adult. I don't know, dude. wrong with I don't know, man. When I first tried ramen as an adult, I was like, what? I was missing all these years. I'm glad that we're doing just in, that uh, you can see me and I can see you, but we're not putting this out where other people can see us because they've literally, I've been literally fucking with my hair for like the last 20 minutes while we're talking. Right. Yeah. We're not putting this out at all. I kind of look like Jimmy Neutron now. Yeah. If only you had the brain cell. Yeah. Or a unicorn. <sighs> what does that make me? Sheen? Yep, it does. I, I like Sheen, dude. He was awesome. All right. So we've got two questions left. That are both hard. Mm. If you know your shit, you'll be fine. These are two questions I don't expect you to know. 
you don't expect me to know. So if I do know him, it's going to blow your mind. Yeah, honestly. Well, on that note, let's go with question number two. Question number two. As a future version of Blank comes to the Baxter building, he tells his sister all all hope lies in Blank. What are the two Blanks? This is from a series of Marvel Comics. Tells his sister. I'm going to say Johnny Storm. Okay, so the future version of your answer, Johnny Storm, comes to the Baxter building. He tells his sister all hope lies in blank. What is the second blank? Franklin. Is that your final answer? Yes. <sighs> close. You were close. I was close? Okay, I was like close. The first answer is Franklin Richards. Ah, so I got the second part right, but in the wrong part. Yeah, and... As a future version of Franklin Richards comes to the Baxter building, he tells his sister, all hope lies in doom. That's fucking awesome. Dude, I'm telling you, Hickman's Fantastic Four. I'm definitely going to have to. I'm definitely going to have to get into that. Oh, they've got it in trade paperback. Dude, I'm telling you, like, the level that they pay off. uh, This is where you get the Council of Reeds. this. This is how you get the Council of Reeds. This is why you, uh, how you find out that Infinity Gauntlets only work in their universe. This is how you, this is how you figure out that why all the uh, Council of Reeds and our Reed Richard, he's different from all of them in one way, and it's it's that one thing that changed him as a person that made him better than all the other ones. Man, I I cannot stress enough how great this series is. This is where you get the FF. And also, this is uh, where you get the death of Johnny Storm. I'm going to have to read it. Dude, I, what? I'm telling you, this is, it's an amazing, amazing book. It, it's, it's worth the read. Like I said, I've been, I've been looking for new stuff to read on. But like I said, I've been, been having a hell of a time picking shit to read. Like I bounce, that's the reason I bounce around so much is because I'm like, I'm having a hard time getting my attention to work long enough where it. You get bored. Yeah, I get bored really easy. Okay, so here's the real question. What did you think of the new Doctor Strange trailer? Bro, bro, motherfucking Illuminati, dude. Patrick fucking Stewart. Yeah. Patrick motherfucking Stewart. Yes, yes. And That's my big thing. Patrick, so here's, the, here's, my, here's one of the questions I have. And this is one of the big questions I had first off. Are we going to get John Krasinski like fans want for Mr. Fantastic? Or are we going to get the original actor from the 2005 series? I don't I would like to see John Krasinski, but I honestly would not be surprised if it's the original Reed Richards, because that would be some wonky shit they could pull off. Me too. I So there is so much going on in that trailer. It's hard to like. It's slightly misleading. I really feel and I feel something is being pulled over our eyes and that they're trying to hide from us at the same point. Also, do you think that's Captain Marvel? Honestly, no, I do not. I honestly think it's the superior Iron Man. Uh, that's my thought, too. And like Tom Taylor, he clarifies that as far as his, his Twitter. Yeah, seen, yeah um, seen, I follow him on Twitter. I follow quite a few comic dudes on Twitter, but that was one of that the things that I had was, you know, it popped up on there and getting to watch the trailer, you know, like 
every fucking Marvel fan out there has been literally dissecting every single square inch of that fucking trailer. And apparently, I don't know if you've heard of this, but uh, apparently they've been uh, dissecting the movie poster and fans believe that Deadpool is on the movie poster. Uh, I've seen that. And there's been talks of him making a small cameo. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds has said that he isn't in the Doctor Strange movie, but, you know, that's like fucking Andrew Garfield saying, oh, I'm not in Spider-Man fucking No Way Home. Well, I mean, nobody's Yeah. They have to say, no, no, I'm not in it. No, I'm not in it. Yeah. I mean, and then, like, a couple months later, like, (gasps) he told the truth? How dare he? That bastard was honest. So my thing for you, I've got one for you. You know, you asked me how I felt about the Doctor Strange trailer. Okay. Brother from another mother, how did you feel about Ghostbusters Afterlife? I cried. I did too. That it is is such a loving fucking tribute to the Ghostbusters 1 and 2, dude. And the the sad fact is, is we, we were so fortunate enough and our and our child and our childhood to be to grow up with the Ghostbusters movies and the animated show and getting to play with the toys to know that Ivan Reitman had influenced so much of what we thought was cool as children to know that he passed away on Valentine's Day dude broke my heart man man uh, you know it's funny because I remember I was laying at home the girlfriend had went out to uh she wanted to go see a movie took the girls to go and watch a movie. Like, all right, that's cool. You know, I'll hang out at the house. You know, I'll watch TV. That's cool. She's like, uh, no, yeah, we're just going to watch a movie. I was like, oh, yeah, that's cool. That's fine. She's like, well, what are you watching? And she sends me the little ghost symbol, uh, like for the logo. I'm sitting here. I instantly get pissed off. So you mean to tell me that your lady says, hey, I'm going to take the girls to go see a movie. Does not tell you that she's going to see Ghostbusters. She leaves that crew. That is a party foul to the 10th degree, man. Uh, I'm going to put this like lightly. I almost threw my phone across the room because I had talked so much how excited I was to see this movie, how excited I am that Ghostbusters is back, and you know how the talks of we're getting the original crew back together, all of it. Like I was so happy and so excited to go see this movie, and... She basically was like, oh, yeah, I wouldn't have seen it without you. And I instantly got mad because she had said no interest about going to watch it. Hadn't said nothing. I got pissed instantly. I thought about flipping my chair over. And then she sends me this message like, oh, yeah, bought, uh, by the way, I bought you a ticket to go see it later. What? Well, yeah, I know how excited you are to go see it. I wanted to buy you one so you could go watch it by yourself. That way you could really enjoy it and not have to get up to go to the bathroom every 30 minutes. Oh, like, okay. Oh, oh. I take I take back what I said, man. You know That's what? It's like she redeemed herself. Okay. Like I can tolerate that because I hate getting up in the middle of a movie. I hate it. Uh, it takes everything I have to oh, like, oh. sit down and not go and not go use the bathroom or get a refill. I fucking remember, dude. We the three hour fucking Star Wars movie. Neither you nor I moved. I made a large fucking soda last three hours. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, if I don't have to get up, I'm not going. To. So, and yeah. I mean that's saying some. That's dedication. If you can, if because you know how I am with sodas, dude. Chinese food, re- Chinese food restaurants have told taught us anything. As I can, sodas pounce. don't last. No. So 
we're outside, you know, fix, I'm fixing to go in. She's coming outside. I talked to her. You know, like, well, hey, how was it? And the girls are like, oh, my God, blah, blah. I was like, shut up. Right there. Just <laughs> shut up. But you just shut up. I know it's your mom. Your mom knows not to spoil. You guys will tell me something. I, I'll No. Then one of them's like, mom cried. And I was like, huh? Yeah, there's a there's a scene. I'm sitting here like, fuck. I will say this. I'm and not going to spoil the movie. For Harold made me cry, dude. I cried three times. Yeah. I cried at three separate parts of that movie. You know what? You know what part made me tear up the most? And I'm not going to ruin the end of the movie. This is about the middle of, is when he's in the Ecto one and he's trying to get it fired up, dude. And it fucking starts up for the first time. And it's like, Rrm! I was like, oh, I'm not going to lie. Seeing him drift through that field. I just got hyped. I just got hyped. I was like, that would be me at that age if I had the Ecto one. I'd be like, fuck yeah. Also, like seeing him like rip it through town was like and the fucking iconic sirens uh, when they finally flip the sirens on you're like oh my god and i did love muncher but he's no slimer no he's no slimer but at the same point like it's cool with it i was too like because i I, remember um i hated how they did slimer in the lady ghostbusters movie like that wasn't shit dude like i yeah, yeah i get it you're trying to be funny and you're ha 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 let's give a new new ghostbusters to a whole new generation of fans well you know them fans aren't important you've got the old school people that are pretty much the primary people that go and see your movies give us what we I want think they, it could have been good it could have been good but they didn't do it correctly they they i'm gonna catch so much shit over this i enjoyed a lot of it there's a lot of it i enjoyed it's just there's Leslie a Jones bunch of fucking that it missed the mark it looked great it looked spectacular. I, I honestly hate how they put Chris Hemsworth in there as like the pretty boy, like give the lady something to look at. I think I thought that was fantastic. I thought it was great. Well, think about it again. This is the part where Mr. Horrible catches all the shit in the world for what he's about to say. Uh, he was the male equivalent of a stupid secretary. Yeah. yeah Brainless. Right. He, he's just yeah. something to look at. He has he no idea what he no idea what he's doing, and he has glasses on without lenses just because of how it makes him look. Yeah, he was there. Like you said, there goofy, is a movie I like uh, goofy eye candy. It's what he was, and he played it well. Like he played he a brainless idiot very very well. He did, and the whole thing with like I said, Leslie Jones is that lady is hilarious. Like oh, I, I, her funny. reaction to the ghost would have been my reaction to the ghost. Nope, nope, nope. Just gonna go this way. Nope, nope, nope. Oh, and uh, her reaction to the uh, I think I Melissa know. McCarthy's character spinning her head around like Exorcist yeah. style. Or when she goes to jump into the crowd and they drop her, and she's like, "I don't know if it's a woman thing or a race thing, but I'm pissed off." <laughs> yeah, I got a big. Uh, see, there's a lot of that stuff that of that movie I got a big kick out of, and I thought it was funny. But there's some of the other parts where it just didn't hit the mark like it. Yeah, I agree with you on that. It felt more forced. They were trying to uh, trying too hard to capture the, what yeah. Ghostbusters one and two did all them years. Which you know, it's when you look back on it, a lot of that first movie wasn't really forced laughter. Like Vinkman had some one-liners and like a couple of some like science jokes. I mean, it wasn't like forced humor. I. Who are you saying hi to? The lady friend. Oh. 
Taylor, I said hi. Huh? No. It's, it's strictly audio normally. Brian says hi. Hi! I get stared his awesome hair off. <laughs> My hair has been pretty awesome this morning. Yeah. I will say this. This is the earliest we've recorded an episode or the oh earliest. Oh, God, it's weird. Infected with like, each other. Although you're usually the first person I talk to when I wake up anyway, so. Yeah, I mean, so here's the weird thing. My sleep schedule goes two ways. I either I'm asleep by one in the morning and I'm up by like 525 to have my coffee and get the kids up for school. Or I pull an all nighter to make sure they'll get up. That way I don't oversleep because there has been times in the past where I've slept till like 730. So, yeah, Uh, it's it's like it goes one way or it goes the other. And you're right. This has by far been the earliest. Uh, yeah, we've ever recorded. Well, I mean, and I'm also not working the fucking weird wonky fucking shifts where I'm working like 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. And we're recording at like 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night. Hey, Emily just told me I can get fucked. Did she? Yeah. And she says it was such love and compassion. It's a beautiful thing. Don't you don't you just love how how our ladies talk to us? It's a, yeah, the, 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 the lady ghost tells me some pretty wonderful things from time to time that make me make me like damn i've never been I'm, told to get uh to get fucked so sincerely you know i don't think i've ever been told to get fucked so sincerely either <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right so i have a random question this is completely away from ghostbusters okay correction it's not away from ghostbusters it's actually lines up clear i mean it, uh i've been talking some, some fan shit some major fan shit here we're gonna, so you're a big god of war fan correct that's the understatement of the fucking year. God of War 3, you uh-huh. have the uh, Spirit of Zeus come up. Uh-huh. Could the Ghost Trap capture that? You know, dude, I've had, I've had this discussion before. I have I have some good reasonings. All right, so what do you think about this? So, uh, you know, even as, even if him being, aw, hi, baby. Hi. Sorry, taking a little time out to love on the kitten. When the kitten oh, happens. Him, she gets to love him. Look, see? Oh, it's a little kitty. Um, you know, he is he is a ghost. He is Zeus. In all fairness, I'm gonna say I think the ghost trap could catch him. He is still technically a ghost. Think of think of the spirits that the ghost trap has captured in the movie. Well, hold on here. Let's just and also in the same same thought, could it work in in the new God of War game when Kratos goes to hell and sees Zeus there? Was that a spirit or was that just an illusion? Because I kind of don't remember. I think it's it's an illusion. It's more of like the things that have tormented him over the years, mm-hmm. like his his regrets, <laughs> the, the, the deepest darkest parts of his 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 essence. Okay. I agree. So, okay, so it held Gozer the Gozerian. Do you think it could hold the King of Olympus? I think so. I want to say yeah, because you know Gozer Gozer was technically a god. Truth, very. And I will say, dude, Olivia Olivia Wilde as Gozer was pretty pretty awesome. She kills it. I love they brought back that '80s haircut. Yeah, dude, that that see when I I had seen some like you know pre like some like leaked images of her. The ones I had seen was pretty much just her face, and I'm like, man, if they if she's got like some like regular modern hairstyle, I'm done. But then I seen another one where she's it's like the actual end battle. And I'm like, oh, my God, they kept like the fucking goofy hairstyle from the 80s. So I knew about, I don't know, I had a rough assumption that Gozer was coming back 
because it showed the uh, the hell hounds just for yeah, and you know if they have the hell hounds. Yeah, it, it shows the one going after Paul Rudd and Walmart with the yeah. uh, little miniature Stay Puft bin, which was absolutely adorable. Yeah, did and, you know that Baskin Robbins got a limited edition mini Stay Puft Marshmallow Man Funko Pop? Yeah, dude, like what? three. There's three different kinds of mini Stay Puft Marshmallow Man Funko Pops. I'm a, That's what I was just getting ready to say. I think it's time I check eBay, see what I can I'm find. Go to the eBay. Well, because uh, I know Funko did the 10-inch Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. Dude, it would be cool to have that and then have all the little mini ones. Let's just think about how psychotic those things were. You have them stabbing each other. They're blending each other. I've got one for you. Then you have the little one that they're cooking like for a s'more, and you see it covering up under the chocolate like it's a blanket. Okay, I got one for you. Okay, so you know in that scene where they're on the grill? Mm -hmm. Did you know that as as one of the little mini Stay Puft Marshmallow Mans melts in the fire, he gives the thumbs up like in Terminator 2? I did see that. And did you, uh, I can't, this will probably spoil it, but did you know that what happens at the end as it's going up into the sky, it's the Ghostbusters logo from the 80s? I was like, dude, that is so sweet. It's so many little Easter eggs in that movie, dude. It, as a Ghostbusters fan, it was so good because it it was that perfect uh, homage to it the was, original. It was, it was everything you wanted in a Ghostbusters movie and more. Yeah, I mean, it. You get some some funny comedy. You get some little one-liners uh, that feel like a Bill Murray special. You yep. get some science talk. Uh, you get your fun paranormal scenes. Um, you get your Egon moments uh, with Phoebe. I, I actually like Phoebe a lot. She is a little girl. I did, too. Like, she looks just she, like Phoebe was probably my favorite character because, I mean, you see her and you see who— well, well, that's obvious who she's related to. That's not even a question. You <laughs> see it. And it just made sense. And then you like, have these moments where it's like, yeah, she was my favorite character. You know, Easily. One, of, one of my favorite little Easter egg moments in that movie is when Phoebe finds the old jumpsuits and she pulls the crunch bar out of the pocket. That uh, right there was so that was pure nostalgia for me because I'm like, hey, it's the candy bar that Vinkman gave him. You know, like looking back at it, like I remember like, oh, look, it's on digital. It's on digital demand. It was like, yeah, I'm watching it. I still cried like uh, the the I lady up in my living room watching it for the second time. Just like it still hit me like a ton of bricks. I've seen it twice now. The lady ghost bought it for me. She knew I'd wanted to see it. Uh, we don't currently have a Blu-ray player, but I got the Blu-ray digital combo pack. So I put the digital on my phone and watch it on the 4K TV in the living room. But man. Is just the first few moments of the movie, like even the first, you know, the opening opening title for the movie and just everything that happens like it immediately from the get go draws you in. And then, you oh, like, I, dude, I remember uh, I wasn't really sure what to expect. And then it starts off <clears throat> and you see like the outline of it, of him. And it's just like, what? OK, you got my attention. And then it keeps going. It's just hold on. I'm intrigued. Like the way the way that the opening the opening of the movie, like even leading up to the main, you know, the, where it says Ghostbusters Afterlife, that whole opening scene, you're like, you know, watching the first two movies, you know, and growing up with the Ghostbusters, that is not something you would expect to ever happen in a Ghostbusters. No, no, not at all. That 
as as a fan of those guys originally you're like you know as a kid you're like nothing can stop them you know they're badasses you know they're invincible and then this just flips its head and you're like wow like like i said they draw you in and then as the story progresses and the kids discover more about the farm and about egon and how things are work you're like damn like this dude to be honest with you i i didn't expect it to be nothing better than extraordinary because this is the dude whose dad gave us the first two movie it's that guy's son i mean if he would have directed the ghostbusters movie and fucked it up he would have never lived that down and there was people that didn't like ghostbusters after i thought it was pure fucking hot garbage yeah they uh a lot one of the reviews i've seen it was too much um nostalgia yeah, it's too much nostalgia bait, you know. I was like, that's what we want. We that's want those nostalgia feels. Yeah. And fans, it delivered. Like, it's not that, like the new Matrix trash, which relies heavily on it. No, this I, shows that, hey, we have this over here, but this is still over here. This is still going. Yeah. It plays on the story, and it delivers really well. Uh, like, still, that's one of my favorite lines from the movie, Gert Farmer had a family? Yeah, I love that. That just that you 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 think you know when you go back to the first two movies, you know Egon is you know the brains of the operation. He's one of the characters that we all you know as kids. I was always like Egon was always my favorite, but I always like Donatello as well out of the Turtles. But going back <laughs> with Egon, Egon was kind of a social outcast, anyways. You know he he was the one that was more centered on the science and being completely engrossed in whatever they were trying to do for him to become dirt farmer later on. It makes perfect sense because no, the guy it really does. And that's one of those things you don't think about. Like you really don't ever think about that because you're like, Oh, well, wow, that's weird. He doesn't talk to. And then you see how quiet he was in the first movie. And it's like, quote, and I collect spores and fungus or fungi. I, I liked how they added that into the movie too, that we see his spores and fungus collection. Yeah, that was a nice touch. I mean, it ha- is that perfect family movie. It, it is. Hits all, it hits all the notes because you you real like you. This is anyone who grew up with the Ghostbusters. This is that movie for you. Yeah, this is this is what that makes this movie so fucking so great to me. Uh, the night I watched it, the lady ghost was on her phone on TikTok. You know, she's been watching her TikTok videos like most people nowadays. I'm watching Ghostbusters, and I'm probably maybe a half an hour into the movie. She literally hears what is going on on the TV and puts her phone down, cuddles up next to me, and finishes watching this movie with me. Just hearing whatever was going on on the TV was enough to get her to stop what she was doing and watch this movie. So here's what we need. We need a game. Now, don't get me wrong. The Ghostbusters remastered, that was originally for the 360 PS3, and remastered for the one and the four. That was fun. Fucking took out the multiplayer, but it was fun. We need one where you can play with four players, can drive the Ecto one around like they did in that movie. Because the modifications, putting in a gunner seat was awesome. It was that, something like straight out of Ninja Turtles. It was. And having the little ramp with the little remote controlled ghost trap, that shit was like straight up turtle van from the eighties, man. Like, I see it come out, I was like, oh, it's got a gunner seat. My first thought is, they ripped off the Ninja Turtles. Because that's something straight out of, like, straight off the turtle van. So how do we know that Egon didn't get inspiration from the 80s turtle cartoon? He's like, you know what, that'd be awesome. Yeah, I guess. 
You know, it, it semi does make sense because there was a Ghostbusters, uh, I don't know, tur- Turtles comic books. I think they had. That was actually really good, dude. I like that two one. Part, as- uh, two different series of it. I read the first series. I, I haven't read the second series yet. Yeah. Oh, I got to add another one. I finished uh, Freddy versus Jason versus Ash and Freddy versus Jason versus Ash, the Nightmare Warriors. Oh, so good. Fucking amazing series. Dude, I loved him. I love the artwork in it. The artwork spectacular. And it, it, it changes from the first uh, the first series to the second series. The artwork changes. Yeah. So since we're talking about trailers and everything else, movie-wise, what's your thoughts on Uncharted? Because that comes out next week. I don't know, dude. Like, coming from the dude who... I've literally beaten all the Uncharted games. You, of all people, knew that I flew through them motherfuckers. Okay, hold, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's backtrack here. How many hours did we wait in line for Uncharted 2? No, it was God of War 3. Was it God of War 3? I thought we waited in line for an Uncharted game. It was God of War 3. No, no, you're right. Yeah, you're right. That was. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you've spent countless hours in this Uncharted game series. Yeah. And the trailer, it just kind of has you, meh. They shoved a button. They actually did. No, I'm not going to say meh. The I'm 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 intrigued to be honest with you because it's a younger Nathan Drake and throughout the games we don't really get a whole lot of young Nathan Drake you know they do some you know flashbacks where it's like little back a little backstory where he's a kid we don't get really too much to see what he was doing and how he met you know Sullivan I'm pretty intrigued and one of my favorite favorite parts from the game actually made it into the movie which is pretty sweet which is the uh, cargo plane where he's hanging onto the cargo net that was one of my favorite parts of the video game to play okay I'm, so i'm pretty excited dude i think tom holland is yet to deliver a movie character where he doesn't kill it so it's funny because like everything like, ooh, it's spider-man ooh, it's spider-man ooh, it's spider-man is like that's not spider-man it's like he's always going to be called Spider-Man now. There is no arguing it. That's that's Spider-Man. Well, it's going to be like Ryan Reynolds will always be Deadpool. You mean Green Lantern? No. Yeah, yeah, I would say Green Lantern too. That movie wasn't terrible. I blame the writers, not the actors. Uh, I won't argue with that. Um, yeah. There's a lot of the writing I thought was trash, and I've read a. Uh, I think I've been reading a lot more Green Lantern here recently. Yeah, there were some aspects they pulled out of the comics that should have been a lot better. Problem, animated suits. Yeah. Which, that's a problem. Everybody else's looked great. It just looked goofy with a Ryan Reynolds having an animated body and a floating head. Yeah. Um, some of the writing was bad. Like, 90% of it was bad. The casting was fantastic. I loved Michael Clark Duncan as Kilowog. Oh, my God, he was great. In, uh, all the time I read the book now, I hear his voice. I actually read a few. I've been reading. Um, and Sinestro was perfect. I'm actually reading the the series about, it's like the Sinestro Wars, I think. Oh, the Sinestro Corps War. Yeah, that's the series I'd picked up. Yeah, that's, it takes place before Blackest Night. Yep, that's what I'm reading up to is the Blackest Jeff Night. Jeff Johns. Yep, that's how I got into it was Jeff Johns, dude. I was like, oh, cool, found some issues. I'm going to start reading these. They're actually Fun really fact. good. Uh, there is a Sinestro Corps Predator. Yeah, I, uh, Groot. Yeah. Uh, you have that action figure with him as the Sinestro Corps. I actually, that's... I do. I there's need two, another one. 
two action figures you have that I like, and it's the uh, Spawn with the severed Violator head and the Yellow Lantern Predator. I need another one. That way I can actually open it up. Yeah, I was uh, like, there's the Super Shredder, dude. I was so tempted to open, but I have yet to open it. I haven't opened mine either. Like, well, actually, who am I kidding? All the ones I did open that I had on my stand, I gave to the boy and he has. He's playing with. Brings me like ultimate joy seeing him play with them making them making the little sound effects like bam 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 yeah then he uses then he makes him use his flying power when he throws it across the room it's like (laughs) that character he can now he does now watch hey that guy doesn't swim Uh uh-huh watch him eat grass and he opens the door and watches it outside i was like well that happened but no there's i have some and i really really want to open them I, I think about how much money I spent on some of these. It's like, nope, uh, I don't want to open it that badly. Unless I can find an already opened one on eBay. It's like, well, okay, that's open. That means I can pose that one. Yeah. I'm I'm always, as a collector, we'll probably talk about this in a, further, in a future episode, but as a collector, you're always torn between keeping them in mint in box and opening them and, and playing with them. Oh, yeah. That's such a fat that's, uh You're entirely right entirely because that's kind of one of my things of like i really want to open it but i kind of don't want it. it's a struggle man you are definitely right it's uh yeah it's, it's a major struggle because i know i have like my spawn spawn figures from the kickstarter it's like i've wanted to open those since i've got them but i can't i for, i forget you got the kickstarter spawn i'm telling you man if he ever does a medieval spawn if he ever decides I think he did yeah, I haven't seen nothing about it. And I, I follow. I could have swore I remember seeing something that he did. Well, I had nobody post about it. If they did, I missed out because that's one of them spawns that I could have got behind. Because you know how much I love medieval spawn. Ah, fuck, man! Did the cat attack you? Hell yeah, little kid just bit my damn toe. Ah, he's mean. Kids will do that, man. Kids are ruthless. Hell yeah! I'll just put my foot underneath the blanket. <laughs> can't attack. <laughs> All right, so here, Ghost, uh, what can the fans expect from uh, going forward from us? What do you want to do for, like, future episodes? What's some things you'd like to accomplish future episodes? Huh. I don't know, man. That's a good one. I think with what we should do is nerd culture is massive. Like, it's a whole broad spectrum of what is considered nerdy. Like, I, I'm into things that are considered nerdy that aren't comic book, video game, or movie related. I mean. And there's stuff that you're into, I'm pretty sure, is not as nerdy, but not comic book or movie related. And any I kind entirely of- realized we didn't tackle that last question on trials and tribulation. We didn't. We got way off topic and then just kind of veered away from it. But let's do that last question because it's question number one. I saved the best for last. How old is Admiral Jean-Luc Picard when he dies? Also, I- Patrick Stewart. Dude, uh, before we I answer this question, if you have not yet. Anybody out there who's a Star Trek fan, I'm not. I thoroughly enjoyed Picard on Paramount Plus, dude. That show was badass. That's exactly where I got this question from. He was, mm, and I love this show too because technically he dies, but technically doesn't die. He was. Wow. Holy shit. I did not expect you to know that part. I watched the whole fucking first season, dude. I love that show. It was good. As a Star Wars fan, I did not expect to like that show, and I did, dude. It was great. Wow. That's weird. Isn't it? 
Uh, I, I want to say he was in his, I know he was old, dude, 80s or 90s. You give me a specific number. I want to say 83. Ooh, no dice. How old was he? 94. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah he definitely, yeah. Like I said, dude, that show was good, man. It had cussing. It had violence. Yeah. It had boobies. It had a lot. And the uh, cat trying to pull up my shorts. It's funny, though, because I've actually just started rewatching The Next Generation. And then you're like, oh, wow, Patrick Stewart looks the same. And then you see that, and it's like, yeah. And then you see him in X-Men, and it's like, no, it's not that bad. And then you see him now, and it's like, oh, no, he's getting old. Patrick Stewart has always looked like an old-ass man, dude. And I will say that picture of Patrick Stewart with hair was very disturbing. And I think that was my profile right? picture for the longest time. <laughs> Hell, he's not had hair since we've been alive. Yeah, he's like been it evolved since the 80s. Yeah, and it, it's funny that that was my profile picture for a while, and then it was Chunk Norris, and now it's me and the Lady Ghost on Christmas. Ah, Chunk Norris, I forgot about that one. Yeah, dude, I, I love me, I love me some Goonies, dude. Okay, so we want to cover more nerd culture. Yeah, oh. I think like I said nerd culture in general is like a, it's huge. It's a massive spectrum. Like I think with I think we should just we should talk nerd topics that neither you nor I would ever be, you know, consider discussing. Well, so actually, fun thing is, is that gives us a very broad spectrum because we can cover video games, TV shows, books, comic books. We can review. We can uh, do some retrospective reviews, as in going back and watching old old uh, old movies playing old games how does it cover up how does it feel now as you're an old ass man compared to when you were a young kid playing you know do D D stuff there's a lot we can do we can have a lot of fun with this and i agree i think we should cover the nerd culture because there's a lot that we can cover and there's a lot we can do i'm for it i'm i'm definitely for it i think ner- covering nerd culture is by far it's our bread and butter yep we should add we need to give more love to the fandom, fandom fusion. Yeah, yeah, it's um, and actually we have a lot of fun episodes planned out, so we Indeed. will definitely be back for more fun things. This is more of a kind of a Spitfire episode where I, I will say this: we didn't really have much planned other than we wanted to talk about Ghostbusters and Uncharted, and we kind of just went where we went. Yeah, I will say I, I with us, you know, being back on air per se i would like to have more guests on like i'd have like to have some people that we wouldn't normally have on like i know i know you and i have discussed the lady ghost coming on and doing an episode with us i think that would be really cool maybe you can convince your non-nerdy typical lady to get on and do an episode with us and bullshit with us i'll try uh there has got to be something that she's into nerdy i'll see what i can do uh i'll see what i I can figure out I guess I'm kind of fortunate in that regards that my my significant other is really, really she she was one of them nerds that didn't really have anybody to bring the nerdiness out of her. And we got back together and like her nerdiness has expanded tenfold. Like we are constantly discussing nerdy shit. We have a rubber duck collection in my car on my dashboard. We buy rubber ducks. Yeah, I've, uh, you've showed me pictures of that. That's uh we got some big ducks now. We've got some six-inch rubber ducks now that sit on the dashboard. I know, man. Don't hate on the rubber ducks, dude. I've still got my Deadpool stickers everywhere in there. Well, that's all I can hope for. Yep. Like, do they sit up there or did you glue them to the dash? 
They just sit up there. Okay, but I say if you glued into the dash, I was going to give you a weird look. I, I, I plan on trading the rolling turd in at some point in time. I hear that. Yeah. I understand that entirely. Yeah, that was my big struggle for like a month, dude, was the fucking car, man. And But the cool thing is, is I'm actually looking at all the stuff in my phone and all the notes I have. We have a year's worth of plans to go through as far as episodes. I, I'm I'm gonna I'm pretty stoked for that because we've never been that far ahead planning. Usually it was like, well, we'll do this and then we'll think it's yeah. Something. Usually it's like a, a week before it's like, hey, we should do this, which I'll have by the, I'll have done by the next day, and you're finishing up within the, an hour before we start recording. Sometimes it wasn't even an hour. Sometimes it was like I was finishing up while we were recording. And then I know I remember some of those episodes because I'd hear you say something. It's like, what? Then we talk about all fairs like, oh, yeah, I just finished like right before you asked me that question. I'm like, you yeah. had a week. Well, you I was had a week. I was procrastinating a lot, too. I mean, I still procrastinate heavily, but <laughs> I'm not as not as I don't know. I don't even fucking know. It happens. Work. Yeah, it does. It happens. Yeah, that's one of those things. It does happen, and it's just kind of, uh, yeah, it's kind of one of those things. I'm going to point this out, too, dude. It was so weird winning the tournament this year. Yeah, that caught me off guard, too. Um, Hashtag Team Kratos. Because I heard it like, oh, yeah, this is who we have. I was like, all right, cool. Kratos is in this. This is awesome. And then they're like, yeah, we're going to stick to their source material. And, you know, we're going to, I mean, because normally it's been just their comic books, and that's just strictly like uh, that's why relation. It's been entirely comic book based. I tossed like, out there, great. He's like, Kratos, who would like, and I'm like, Kratos from God of War would be cool, and I figured he'd be like, nah, it's a video game character, and he's like, all right, we'll work him in somehow, and I'm like, yeah. fuck yeah, dude. And it's like, man, Kratos versus Goku is like, oh, me and JVD discussed that one night, but I like discuss goku and and kratos and i told him straight up i was like you know i went into that episode with very low expectations of kratos walking out because you know that's fucking goku he's a super saiyan and all that fancy bullshit i don't really know too much about dragon ball but from what i do know i'm like i didn't and then as the episode progressed i was like holy shit did not realize that goku wasn't as badass as i thought he was so you want to know what this reminds me of and this was my entire thought. I had the same semi-thought base, like, because I remember in the first tournament where it, it came down to Batman versus Wolverine. Like, somewhere I'm sitting here like, oh, fuck. Because, like, how it plays out, you know, uh, is like, hey, man, when you listen to this, I want you to pause it after each round and then send me your thoughts and your comments. And I'm sitting here like I had pulled over on the side of the road because I was driving home. It's like, no, I got to pull over because I'm, I have to listen to this. I can't focus on the road right now. I need to pull over. So I pulled over at like some random gas station, just like park and just sit there for a little bit. I'm sitting here listening to him like, what the shit? All right. First round pause. I send him my thoughts. He'd respond. He's like, all right, hit me back in a little bit. Do the second one. Send him my thoughts. I'm like, wait, no, no. I'm getting upset because this isn't going the way I want it to. And then the third round it's like, you've got to be what? No. The, I was. Uh, you have a, by the yeah. time it finishes, you're just sitting here like, I feel I've been blindsided, like, because it starts off that, yeah, this is how it's going to go. Nope, that's not how it went. And at the end, you're just sort of like, it, you just have this big argument in the fandom, like, what? And then Kratos versus Goku. I'm at work. I'm working, listening to it. I'm sitting here like, 
what the shit? I listened to that episode while doing pizza deliveries, dude. I, I Every time I'd go out on a delivery, I'd turn the episode on, and I listened to it over the entire course of the night doing pizza deliveries. And by the end of that, by the end of the episode, when they wrapped up, I was like, a matter of I think I think I messaged JVD and told him about how much I enjoyed the episode. So is it? It's weird for me because seeing them transition from like battlegrounds to battle questions, it was like, wait, what? Now it's like, and I listened to it more. It's like, you know, there's like a big chunk of me that because I loved what the original was and how much fun it was. But the more I listened, it's like, you know. At the same point, this really does kind of keep my mind interested because there's a lot more thinking. And and that's what that's what got me. The first, you know, their first couple times they did it, I had such a hard time getting into the episodes. But their new format, I not like. I have such a short attention span. Like if something doesn't draw my attention quickly, I'm not going to be interested at all. But their the way their new format is is like it's easy to grasp, keeps my attention, keeps me focused. I don't even think it's really that like it's that complicated. It's just one of those where, hey, this is the questions. Uh, you go do research to see if it'll track, and then you talk about it. Yeah, it's a win-win. You get to talk about characters you love. You get to read books. You say, hey, this is what we're reading, and this is where we can find things. So you read the books, and you're like, you can learn new things about characters you never really cared for, and or you might find characters you really like. Well, I never really gave two shits about that guy. Then you read it, it's like, oh fuck. That's awesome. There's uh, there's now there's quite a few characters that have been that over the years where I'm like not interested and then something happens and I'll pick up a book and read it and I'm like, I'll be damned, this motherfucking shit's awesome. And now we're getting like video game characters and movie characters and stuff like that. So it's like, okay, yeah, this is uh this is taking a twist that I didn't think would happen, but I'm for it. Uh I got a uh, a Snapchat the other day from my niece one of my oldest nieces, uh, she had picked up some comic books. Nice. What's she reading? She is reading Spider-Gwen. Nice. Nice. Uh, Miss Marvel. Wait, never mind, and, never mind. There's only one Miss Marvel now. Brain fart. And then something to do with Thanos and the Infinity Gauntlet. I don't remember which one she was reading. And to show her the original Infinity War stuff. I gave her a I gave her the a link and gave her some suggestions as to what to read. Yeah, so. like because they basically took a small little run and turned it into ten years worth of movies. Yeah, with the Infinity Crusade, the Infinity War, the Infinity Gauntlet, had all those. You know, those were. And the thing is, there's still hundreds of years, well, over a hundred years worth of stories you could tell as far as like doing movies. Yeah. Like, there is so much out there that if they were to do everything in Marvel, our kids' kids' kids would be probably... Yeah, definitely. You know, I think one of the big comics that I'm looking forward to is the uh, Power Rangers-Godzilla crossover. And I don't know how I feel. Like, I'm excited, but I don't know. Like, it's weird. Like, that's a crossover I never, like, like you talk about. Like, oh, yeah, Godzilla versus the Dragonzord. And you're, like, sitting here thinking, like, Godzilla would... Fuck him up. Oh, yeah. His atomic fire breath would melt that motherfucker to scrap. Well, we don't know if it exactly melt the scrap because it's magic slash mystical stuff like that. So, no, we're not really sure how it would happen, but it's one of those where, oh, yeah, Godzilla wins. You know, we've seen the feats that Godzilla does. If you're curious about Godzilla, you can go back and listen to Godzilla and the crossover collision. Uh, 
trust me, JVD and Evan know their shit. JVD is the biggest Godzilla fan I've ever met. I have yet to meet a guy, a guy in our age group that has not at some point in time literally watched every single Godzilla movie they've made. I think JVD has. I I bet money on it that he's watched all of them. That's one of his favorite franchises. That's though I grew up watching the movies. Like I remember them being like, "Oh, here comes Godzilla," or "Oh no, he is Tokyo." And the bad thing is, is this makes me laugh because we're recording this, or like we're seeing each other like visually. No one's gonna understand what what you just did. With okay, I I, I basically want to clarify that for the people listening at home. I basically, mimic the fact that you know the old school Japanese dub movies, you know, where like Godzilla and Ultraman and any of them movies where they're speaking English, you know, they're like, oh, like I said, oh no, here comes Godzilla. But after the the sentence is done, their mouth is still moving. I miss those bad Japanese English dubs where it's exactly like what you said. The sentence comes out and the mouth still moves. It's like the old school Kung Fu movies, too. They're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. It, it's funny. Cause you're just doing this and I'm seeing your video. It's like he has no idea that no one's going to understand what the hell he's doing. He has no idea. Well, it's 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 a change up from the way we normally record. Normally, you have a headset on and I have a headset on and I'm on my Xbox and you're on your laptop. Currently, you have a headset on and are on a laptop, and I am laying on my in my in my bed in my bedroom on my phone. Hey, man, some of us are in a house, some of us are in a mausoleum. That's how it works. Yeah. But all right, dudes, the pizza is all gone. Our time is up. You can give us a like, share, review. Tell us what we do right and tell us what we do wrong. Uh, if you like our intro music, you can check out Tabletop Audio. Support them on Patreon. I know they would appreciate it. You can follow Villains Demand on Facebook. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. I don't think we have a, I don't think TikTok. Fairly sure they don't have a TikTok. Uh, Fairly sure you're right. Yep, yeah, we actually have more podcasts out there. There's Crossover Collision. There is. The- they still doing the Last Tavern on the left. You know, I don't actually remember if there's Last Tavern on the left. I'm assuming it is, but and this is going to make me sound really horrible because JVD has another uh, podcast out. And this makes me feel really stupid because I'm normally like really, really on my shit as far as like podcasts and stuff. But, ah, here we go. The Deadly Podcast to Kung Fu. That's the new one. That's I could not think of what it was. I was entirely drawing a blank. And yeah, that was a mouthful. But you can find me on Twitter at HawkHorrible. Ghost, where can they find you? Uh, dude, I've changed my shit so much since then. I think I'm on Instagram now as, hang on, I'm going to check because I can't remember. Uh, let's see. I am on Instagram now as deep under slash fried under slash dude 2112. What about Twitter? Um... What is that? Mr. Grumpy Ghost, whatever you have it set as, I think. I don't know. We'll have to get in. I'll have to get back into using the Twitter again because it's been a while. You don't even remember. I don't, dude. That's sad. (laughs) All right. But until next time, keep that pizza fresh and may the power protect you.